Hey everybody, I'm Beth Davis. Welcome back to Teachable Tuesday where every week we discover God's heart in his word and apply it to our lives. And we're gonna do that in a very real way today. We're gonna do something a little bit different. Welcome to Teachable Tuesday Bible Study. So grab a Bible, because we're not just uh, unpacking one verse today. We're walking through an entire Psalm because it's your lucky day. This is gonna feed you, this is gonna bless you because it's, it's blessed me. It's been a fruit of my own prayer. So I can't wait to share it with you. Let's pray. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come Holy Spirit. Come Lord Jesus. Father, thank you that you're here. Thank you for your love. Thank you for who you are. I ask that you would um, bless and anoint this time together. Bless and anoint every single woman or man watching, Lord. Every child. I ask that um, through this time together, Lord, you would draw us more deeply into your sacred heart. Thank you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All right, friends, you're going to need your Bible today. Okay, grab a Bible, grab a beverage. This is a new thing we're saying, okay? Because we are gonna read all of Psalm 23 today. Are you excited? You're like, I, I know Psalm 23. I've been there, done that. No, 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 friend. Today, we're really gonna unpack it. We're gonna walk through verse by verse, by verse and we're gonna encounter God's heart in a special way. So grab your Bible. Uh, let me tell you the inspiration today behind Psalm 23. Not only have I been praying with Psalm 23 for a couple of weeks every single day, but uh, Jenna yesterday sent me <laughs> this text first thing in the morning. It was a little video. You may have seen it. It was kind of going around of a, a sheep who was stuck in a, a crevice, just a crack wide enough for just this little sheep to get his body stuck in. And he was, I mean, head down, legs kicking out of the crack. And this good shepherd comes along. He actually ties a belt around the leg of the sheep and, and yanks him out. I didn't even realize what I was looking at, but he was completely upside down in this little crack in the ground. Not even very wide. Like, how did this sheep get in there? So the shepherd yanks him out, <laughs> the sheep, gets free, he's bounding, he's leaping, he's frolicking, and he literally, he takes one flying jump and he ends up in the exact same position. Can you believe that? This is how silly sheep are. This is why they need a good shepherd. But it occurs to me that in our you know, modern context, we may not actually know what a shepherd is or, or what a shepherd does, why Jesus calls himself the good shepherd, why this imagery of, of good shepherd in Psalm 23 speaks to our hearts. Well, let me tell you a little bit about the role of a shepherd. We're gonna start with verse one. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Can we just breathe that in for a moment? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay, so what? is a shepherd. What does a shepherd do? Okay, I'll, I'll give you a couple here. A shepherd is a watchman. 
The shepherd is vigilant, watching the horizon, uh, assessing for um, predators, looking around all of the time, not only for threats, but also for um, the best possible path, for uh, good, beautiful water, for green pastures. The shepherd is always uh, has his eyes fixed on the horizon, looking out to keep the sheep safe in that vigilance, right? But also to give the sheep an advantage, to keep them at peace and at rest. So he's a watchman. A shepherd is a guard. We know that, right? That they have to be not only looking out for predators, but actually stepping into situations where the sheep may come under attack. The, the shepherd, the guard, is a defender of the sheep. A shepherd is a guide. Uh, he's the leader of the sheep, right? Did you know sheep have no sense of direction? <laughs> so they need a leader, someone who knows where they're going and who can lead them where they need to go next. A shepherd is a physician. So he cares for the physical needs, the ailments of all of the sheep in his flock. He cares for them as a doctor, as a nurse. He, he sets their bones. He... Um, carries them when when they're ailing right he heals them he heals them and finally a shepherd is a savior of the sheep when a sheep gets lost when a sheep is in trouble it's the shepherd who comes and saves now let's think for a moment about those realities of the role of a shepherd watchman guard guide physician savior this is who the lord is this is what he does for us he's on the lookout for us he's vigilant against trouble right but also he's always got his eye on the plan on the path on on the right and and true and good places that he's leading us he's a guard he defends us against accusation against trouble against enemies against lies He's a guide. He is our leader. Now we have to give him leadership in our lives. We have to allow him to be the authority that he is in our lives. But this is what a shepherd does. Jesus is the good shepherd. This is what he wants to do in your life. He wants to lead you. He wants to lead you. He's a physician. He heals. Oh, thank you, God, that Jesus is a physician, the divine physician. He heals our emotional, our spiritual, our, our mental, our physical ailments. He heals us and he is our savior because friend, we can't save ourselves, right? We can't um, control everything. We can't uh, get ourselves out of trouble. We can't get ourselves to heaven. We need a savior. And Jesus comes to us as the good shepherd. So say it with me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's verse one. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Just a, a little note on this, a little pause. I've experienced this in my own prayer where the Lord gives me no choice but to lay down. He's not speaking. He doesn't want me to read scripture. He doesn't want to talk about anything or work on my problems. He doesn't want to rehearse my drama with me the way I sometimes like to do in prayer. He simply wants me to lay down in green pastures. Imagine green, wide open pastures. This is what we're being invited into in prayer. 
to simply rest with the Lord, not to produce, not to work hard, right? Not to get somewhere, not to figure something out, but to lie down. And he makes us, I'm so grateful for that language. He makes us lie down in green pastures. This is what the shepherd knows that we need. We need rest. You need rest. So consider Psalm 23, uh, verse two, your invitation, your directive from the good shepherd to rest. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. Friend, when I think about these still waters, they are in contrast to the multiple storms at sea that we read about in the gospels. And I'm afraid that at times we, uh, we can relate more so to those storms at sea than we can to resting uh, beside still waters, to laying down and being led to still waters. But this is why we enter into daily relationship with Jesus. This is why we pray every day because the storms of life will come, but the waters with Jesus are still. They're calm and they're inviting because he wants us to come and drink from them, to drink from him. He himself is the living water and you can be refreshed. Your spiritual thirst will be satiated. And I don't mean to talk about that in an abstract way. It's a very real thirst for love for connection, for understanding, for peace. Don't you feel that, that thirst, that, that dryness, that longing within yourself for love, for life? This is what happens when the Good Shepherd leads us beside still waters. We can come and drink deeply of who he is. We can come and drink deeply of his heart the water flowing from his heart that is still, that provides nourishment, healing, and rest. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He, not the the water, he is the living water, restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his namesake. Now, this is verse three. This one gets me every time. He leads me in right paths, but I wonder if you've had the same experience I have that I'm coming down a path and I come upon some trouble. Now I'm checking back with verse one. I remember that Jesus is a guard and a guide, that he's a watchman. And yet here I am on this path in a lot of trouble. But we know that Jesus, the good shepherd, leads us on right paths for his namesake. So whatever path you're on right now, God can bring it about, bring about good for his name for his glory and for your good. Verse four, there's a connection here. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil. In verse three, he led us into right paths for his namesake and now we're in a dark valley. Sometimes the Lord leads us and allows us to come into these dark and desolate places. Not because he's abandoned us, not because he's punishing us. Hard things, bad things, suffering, pain, they don't happen because the good shepherd ever left us. He's not testing us. He's allowing us, he's leading us on these right paths, even into the darkest valley because he's with us. 
Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. If you're in the middle of a dark valley right now, I want to I wanna encourage you, I want to beg you, implore you to come to prayer and to be with Jesus because in that dark valley, you're not alone. But if you don't come to prayer, if you don't spend time with Jesus every day, you're going to believe that you're alone in that dark valley and the light is not going to come when in fact you are with the light already. We don't fear evil in the dark valley because we are with the light of the world, Jesus, the good shepherd who led us into that dark valley and never left us. He has never left you in your dark valley. He is with you even now. Would you just for a moment pause, imagine that dark valley. Maybe it's just an image, but maybe it's a memory. And I wanna invite you right now to look around that dark valley and to see Jesus, the good shepherd, the light of the world. See that he's with you, that he's never left you. Let his strength and his light, his rod and his staff, his strength, his courage, let that be your comfort. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Verse five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Are you kidding me? Do, do you realize we're still in the dark valley? What? This, this is not a good time for a picnic, Lord. Don't you ever feel like that? And yet there's a promise here that in the midst of the dark valley, not only are we not alone, not only are we with the light in the darkness, but he prepares a table before us. That means there's food, there's nourishment, there's help, there's comfort, there's joy. You prepare a table before me. He's inviting us to eat, to dine with him, to sit down and recline in the middle of the dark valley and to be nourished with him and by him. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows in the middle of your dark valley. He comes with his anointing oil. He comes to give you every grace you need. And I pray that right now that whatever dark valley you're in, that you would experience the healing anointing, the blessing and anointing of the Holy Spirit in your dark valley, that you would feel that oil across your forehead, even running into your eyes, anointing you from the top of your head to the tips of your toes, anointing you for all of the, for this trial, for all of your life, for your walk with him, for your calling. In the midst of the trial, he anoints you and my cup overflows. That means there's, there's abundance, there's blessing, there's more than we need available to us in the middle of the dark valley. Isn't that good news? I mean, this psalm has been feeding me. I have been I have been feasting on this psalm for weeks. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. 
whoo, highlight, can we for a moment zoom in, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me, as in they're behind me, they come up, they're the cleanup crew, right? So we're walking through this dark valley. Not only are we not alone, not only have we been led and guided into, on right paths, into this dark valley, not only are we not alone, we're with the light of the world, but then he sends goodness and mercy, the tag team, to come and clean up on our way through. They're following us. Goodness and mercy are pursuing you right where you are. Look behind you and see that God is gonna make all things right, all things new. Everything that's been lost or stolen, those years that the locusts ate, right? All, all of the time that we think has been lost or our innocence that has been lost, goodness and mercy follow us and they wash over that dark valley. They wash over those memories. Goodness and mercy follow us, friends. They are pursuing you. So if you're in the valley, be comforted because you are surrounded by the presence of God. He's gone before you, he is with you, and he sends goodness and mercy to follow you, not just in the dark valley, but all the days of your life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. My whole life long, this is available, being with the Lord, dwelling with him in his heart, being with him, experiencing his presence is available every day of your life. You can dwell in his house by being with him. You can be with him in prayer every day, in your home, in the chapel, in the church, in your car. You can dwell with him. And that's the invitation, right, of the Eucharist. We talked about the true presence of Jesus Christ in the Eucharist last week. He's inviting us to dwell with him, to stay with him, because he himself has never left us. He dwells. He abides in every tabernacle, in every church all over the world. He dwells. He's made it his home. And when we receive him, he makes a home in us. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I, I will dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. Friend, you are never alone. You are surrounded by the presence and the power of God. You have a good shepherd who's aware of every step, every misstep, every moment. He doesn't miss a thing. Let that be your comfort. And today, as you go to your own personal prayer time after Teachable Tuesday, as you crack your Bible and read and pray with Psalm 23, allow the Lord to unveil and to, to shine a light on new insights. There's more than what I shared here. The scriptures are like an onion. They, they just keep peeling back. So choose just one verse to zoom in with the Lord. Flesh it out in your imagination. Encounter the Good Shepherd today in Psalm 23. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, you're so good to us. Thank you, Good Shepherd, for your leadership for your love. Thank you, Good Shepherd, that you are a lover, that you name the sheep, that you know the sheep, that you know each one of them and they know your voice. There's an intimate relationship here because you love us. Thank you 
Thank you that you come so close, that you're so invested, Lord, that you love us, that a relationship is available. And I ask right now, Jesus, that if you're calling anyone to follow you right now, pray that they would respond. Friend, if we're praying right now and, and you want to experience this, you want to drink from those still waters, you want to lie down and rest, you want some leadership, some good authority in your life, the Good Shepherd is calling you. The Good Shepherd is saying, come follow me. You don't ever have to be alone again. I'll make all things new. I'll make you brand new. So would you give him your yes? Follow him. Jesus, we hear you. Follow me. With your courage, by your grace, we say yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Friends, you are so loved. Jesus loves you. And I'm praying for you. I'll see you next week. Bye.